When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Happy Wednesday, February 3rd, episode 903 of Coach Unplugged. So excited. Last part with Rick today. I love doing these rewind episodes. But before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $350 off. Also, come over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You know, you could you could spend countless hours on Zoom calls and spend thousands of dollars on DVDs or courses or those kind of things. For the price of going to McDonald's, you can come over and join teachhoops.com. You can join like-minded coaches. You can have a roadmap. You can have a mentor like me. I just got off an, an email chain with, with a coach that's trying to get a get a call tomorrow, and we're going to make it work. Um, I will make it work. So come over and check us out um, soon. Uh, before prices increase uh yeah let's head off to the podcast have a great day everybody okay okay now if you're on offense and you can see the words pin me you're the one that should be setting the pin screen yeah just yeah. Out, now get on a board and play with it and you're going to see that pin screens are always set by players two or more spots away from the ball they're never it's never the uh responsibility no. of a player one pass away right from, they're reading the ball and reacting quickly right but players that are two or more away they have an angle and they can see if the defenders are helping and sagging right and they'll see them from their back that's why i say that's great back. there's your mil- hey i'll give you my million dollar idea you know, you know those game those things we used to wear as kids that you play laser tag with and stuff and they oh, light yeah. Okay, so spacing is horrible, and Read and React is all about spacing. So what I think you should do is get some sort of thing you could put on a practice jersey. When you get too close, it 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 um it flashes. So 
You know, so it's about spacing. It's like soccer could use it. Basketball could use it. It's all about spacing. And then you could change the distance between the spacings. Um, I love it. Um, yeah, because you, you want to get to the spots, you know. Right, right. In the re- yeah, and they're, they, it's like you're too close. You're too far. You know, you're never in the right spot. Um, yeah, Dick Helm used to say, you know, uh, uh, I had him uh, help me with uh, dynamic defense. It was, his, it was his defense, and he gave it to me and said, hey, uh, you know, put some meat on the, the bones and turn this right. into a course. And so right. I did. And in talking to him, uh, we, we, you can't talk defense without talking offense and vice right. versa, right? right? And he said, look, uh, it was just kind of a by-the-way thing. And he said, look, Rick, we were talking about, you know, wh- what's the toughest thing to defend? That's kind of the way the conversation was going. Yep. And he said, uh, I'm not going to name offenses. I'm just going to say great offenses have three things, three aspects. Spacing, player movement, and ball. Yep. If you can get all three of those, is now. Okay, so everybody them, pause right now and rewind that because that's big. Okay. Yes. Spacing, <laughs> player movement, ball movement. Yes. And he said, now look, an okay offense will have one of those. A good offense will have two of them. Great offenses have three, all three. Right. And, and so that's react has that. Yeah, that's why, Steve, you said the spots are so important. I mean, that's why we actually put physical spots down to train them. It's that important. Right, yeah. We use, like, the gym tape kind of thing and put it, like, this is your – yes. Because it it, – first of all, I also think the court's too small for kids now. I think the court needs to get bigger. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you're watching the NCAA tournament. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah, I'm – I, I agree with you. It's you gotta, know, something's got to change. That and the NBA, you're watching, and it's like, okay, these guys should have a bigger coach. Okay, so I, I coach Wesley. Wesley's 6'4". He plays for the Mavericks. Yeah. He looks tiny. He looks like a – I mean, and he's not tiny. He's like a linebacker when he comes yeah. into the gym, and it's like yeah. he looks tiny, you know, because yeah. those guys are so big. All right, so I'm going to ask you a couple generic questions, okay. and, right. then, and then – um. I think I could go for another hour, but we'll do another one. I promise oh. we'll do another one. All right. Um, if, if you could go back to yourself as a younger coach, what would you tell yourself? Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. That's easy. Uh, I don't want to get specifics, okay, like offenses, defenses, and stuff like that. What I would do, absolutely, this is without a shadow of a doubt, is I would get a maybe more than one mentor. And when I say mentor, I mean someone that comes, maybe a, a, a retired coach. See, I think we're very guilty in the basketball community of getting enamored with youth. When you get – when there, there are coaches that, you know, at, at the point of their retirement, they've got a lifetime – they've forgotten more basketball mm-hmm. than you know at that right. time. And yeah. they're looking to still be involved. They just don't want the grueling schedule and that yep. got right. Yep. Be able to go to a mentor there and say, "Look, would you a retired coach and say, would you be my mentor? Would you come and watch my games and take notes? Would you, if you can come to a practice and watch yeah. my? Practice. Can you come scout me? I tell co- I tell young yeah. coaches this all the time. It's like I have people self scout me. I have them come watch practices. Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning. I've been doing this for thirty years. Oh. You know. Oh, it, the moment you. St- the moment you stop learning in this game, the moment you think you know everything, and that, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're, 
There and is Mono, no Mono's really good at that. PGC, Mono's really good about that. You know, oh, mentoring. He's the, he's the best. He's so he's good. He's the best. The whole, the whole PGC curriculum is the best. So, hey, if I could go back and there was a PGC around, right. I would become a disciple. Oh, of yeah. PGC. Oh, now, I look, am. It's a cult. It's a cult. Oh, it's a good cult, Mono. I'm, I'm kidding, but it's a good one. But, yeah. Absolutely good. <laughs> um, all right, if you can think of one coaching moment that you could dive into for our audience that they could learn from. Is there one moment in your coaching career that you could we could just dive and kind of dice? You could learn from. Learn. Yeah, that, that, that another coach could learn from. Someone that's listening to this, that's something that happened to you. Um, one of mine was one of my players got hurt. It was, a, it was a momentous, it was a big game. I learned about communication. I learned about some other things at that point. Any moment in your coaching career, you yes. could be a, yeah. All right. I got it. I okay. got it. Okay. We started this season with a with a, a point guard that uh, got hurt. Okay, got hurt and didn't didn't come back. And I had to go to a two guard. This two guy. Really, it's more of a three. Okay. He had never played point, but he was the best ball hunter. I knew he was the smartest. Right. He's got a pedigree now. And I, what I'm saying is his brothers were great players. His father, I think, owned uh, the state of Georgia high school scoring record, something like that. It was okay. Yep. This is just a great heck of a pedigree. And so I asked him to, um, to uh, be the point guard. Well, we stunk for a little while. And I could tell from his body language, you know, he wasn't happy. Right. Okay? And then something – happened okay and i think there's two things you can learn here something happened and we began to win we began to do some really good things the kid's name was paul kenny if paul's listening anybody knows paul kenny uh uh that's who it was and and uh i would have a timeout let's say and i always like to try to let them out or i didn't want to use the whole time and time out right get your three things and then get get going okay and, and so tell them three things. And they would leave. They'd, they'd go far enough out on the floor that I couldn't hear. And they'd hold another huddle. And I could see Paul tugging jerseys. You know what I mean? Right. Talking to somebody. Hey, everybody, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, you know, Rick has so many great things to say to all of us. Um, I'm going to try to get him on again to talk about zones and some things. I have some questions I have about read and run the read and react with the zone. I'm going to try to get him on the next couple months. Um, go over, make sure you subscribe and like, please. We love that. Um, if you're looking for some free resources, go over and check us out on, on Teach Hoops on YouTube. We have thousands of videos over there. If you're looking to take your coaching to the next level, now is the time to get in teachhoops.com. 14-day free trial prices are going to be going up anywhere from 15 to 20 percent in the next month. As soon as the as soon as the program and I get everything kind of situated, we I thought we were ready, but we're we, probably in the next two or three weeks we got to get everything uploaded. We got to transfer people over. Um, but go over and check it out, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's get back to the podcast with Rick. Somebody grab not not mean right. But, you know, just reaching and holding the jersey, saying something. I never knew what he was saying. I didn't know if he was repeating what I was saying, if he was making, okay. But he started holding these little miniature, us five, no more, coaches not in here, team not in here, us. Right. And I noticed that that started happening. When that started happening, we started winning. We started, good things started happening, right? Right. Okay. So I was 
I think I was smart enough to leave it alone. That's what I think. I really do. <laughs> I, I'm proud of myself for shutting up. Yep. And also, for, from that point on, I started getting even shorter in my timeouts. I wanted to give Paul as much time as he could. And this, this idea of I don't need to be the one saying everything, leading everything. I need to be building this. I want to duplicate what Paul's doing next year and the year after and year after. Now, how do I do that? I don't have drills for that. No right. one's ever taught me that. Right. I've got to learn how to. And this is leadership. This is communication. This is, yep. right? Right. Uh, now, uh, another lesson that goes with that, okay, was this. At the end of the season, at the end of the season, uh, I saw his dad. His dad was one of those good parents, okay? Right. Because ordinarily, I don't talk to parents, okay? Unless <laughs> it's about their academics or something yep. like that. Like Bobby Knight said, best coaching jobs in an orphanage. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so that's, Well, that's why I think many coaches want to get to the colleges. They use the 500-mile recruiting rule. Right, yes. Recruit them away from their parents. You know? Yeah. But anyway. Uh, so I, I talked to his dad, and, uh, and I said, what happened there? You know, I took him back to that time when that started. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, the kids were coming over to my house and they were doing all the crying and complaining and, you know, and bad mouthing and all this. And he said, uh, and, and of course they're, they're going to blame coach, you know, well, coach right. doesn't like me, coach doesn't do this, coach that, right? Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, I finally had enough. And he said, uh, when the kids were gone, I pulled Paul aside. And I said, let's just go through every point that was being made here. And let's, let's talk about how much the coach has control of these things. And he did. And then he said, Paul, the one's not your position, but you, you, it, it's time to lead. Forget position. We need a leader. We need someone who knows how to win. We need it, right? Right. And he's the one. He's the one that, that got Paul to start doing that, right? Now I learned, so I learned another valuable lesson. If you can find that jewel of a parent right. that can work with your, your team. And by the way, I mean, he met with the team. He had, cause they went over to his house right. between school and practice. And so he would have a chance to, you know, drop a few gems in there you right. know, and talk. And they respected him because they right. knew what kind of. And they knew what he's talking about. You know, I did something several years ago too. It was not this year, but the previous year. I had I don't go in the huddle right away. I talk to my coaches before I go to the huddle. Two years ago, I pulled my point guard and said, "You're going to be part of this group." That's how much yeah. I respect. And it was like we just it was like this because wow. it was like because he felt part of the he felt part of the system. And it's like, I don't, you know, I, you guys, I, and I, I'm to the point where I ask them opinions in timeouts. I like, what do you want to run? <laughs> well, now, in the redirect, right. I hate to keep going back to redirect, yeah. but you know how easy that is. Right. Yeah. I mean, that should be happening almost organically. Yes, it should be. Yeah. Because they're making the moment by moment decisions out there. They're right. just kind of hiding the big stuff. Yes. You know, <laughs> really? uh, I, um, what would you tell what would you tell a young coach if they wanted to get into coaching? I would tell them, well, first of all, the mentor thing. Yep. Second of all, I would I would be uh very careful about um just taking a job for taking a job. Now sometimes you do, but I understand that. But you need to hit your wagon to 
someone that you can learn from. Right. Now, that was a mistake I made. I came out of college and lucked up, took a, a the highest classification in, in Tennessee, size school. Wow. And I took a head, head job. Right and out of course, college? Wow. Yeah. Right out of college. And you know what I'm thinking. You know what I'm thinking? I'm 23. What, what you do you think, think you're going to win a state title? Is what yeah, you absolutely. Well, of course. <laughs> they know. I know more they than know. everybody. Someone, <laughs> someone who appreciates my knowledge of the right. game. They right. know I don't need an assist. You know, you're young right. at that yeah. time. But I know how to play. I, I must know how to coach. And right. just got my head handed to me. Holy right. cow. Yeah. So I started trying to uh, surround my, my, my assistants were coaches that were uh, back in those days they were coaches that had been former head coaches getting close to retirement that's who i was surrounding myself yeah your circle your circle yeah. is really important i tell people your circle and and you can see i mean be be a student of the game these are you know these are basketball books are not basketball books but you know there's east there's john gordon books but i mean there's all sorts of good books back here well you, that'd, be the, that'd be the second thing you just stole it from me is that uh uh, I coached it. Well, it wasn't until about eight, 1988 that I, uh, <clears throat> when I moved to Atlanta, I, I decided that, you know something, Rick, you've been trying it your way based on experience and your playing days and all that kind of stuff. And, and let's face it, I'm basically doing most of the stuff that my high school or college coaches did. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do, right? <laughs> You my know? high school coach ran the flex. Guess what my yeah. first offense was? And, it was and I'm, I, you're saying I should expect different results just because it's me doing it? Right, I, yeah. I, yeah. Come on, right? right. So uh, when I moved to Atlanta, I, I made a, a pact with myself that I was going to pretend that I knew nothing about the game and ask myself this question. If you did know nothing about the game, what would you do? And you're about to coach. What would you do? Well, you would, you would take a look. First of all, figure out who the best teachers of the game are and become absolute disciples of them. Yes. Just absolute. So at that point, for me, it was convenient to go to uh, David Lipscomb in Nashville. Don Meyer. Oh, you don't have to tell me about Don Meyer. Oh, my uh, God. I still yeah. find I still find you'll laugh at this. The people are listening, but you I still find like you know he used to hand out all those things in different. Oh, colors. I've got notebooks. You want to go bring my notebooks? I swear That's to God, <laughs> I know, and I still find them. I find them at school. It's like oh, there's one of there's one of that. I mean, there's a guy that changed the game too. Oh, didn't I mean, he? Yeah, didn't he? And yeah. yeah, so I went to. He had a clinic that you had to pay for in the spring, and then he had a free one in the fall. I went to two. I went to 22 clinics in a row before I missed one. That's crazy. 11 straight years. I didn't miss with him. And I, I and it was, it's not that I was poly parroting him because right. I couldn't. Right. I mean, he would recruit, it, you know, it, you had to be able to shoot a three. Right. Or you had to be, have all American potential in the post. Right. That's about, you yeah. know, that's about it. And the thing is, I think that's a good point you just made there is, and this is, a, this is an educational thing. You're, you want to take all this knowledge and put it in, and then you have to pick what's going to fit you. Um, 
and I've said this, I've told this story. I was under seven head coaches before I got my first job. Yeah. And I took, I, and because I've been successful because of those seven people, because I took a little piece of each one of them and I said, Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. And then because don't, there's no other, you know, Jay Wright, there's one Jay Wright, there's one Bobby Knight, there's one Coach K. So you have to be your own person. You know. Boy, that's good. That's a Don Meyerism right there. Yeah. Be who you are. You can't be anybody else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and I would also I would advise young uh, coaches or anybody coming into the game that that um, just get used to the thought that no one's going to love it as much as you do. No one's going to be as dedicated to it as you do. It, you're going to run across a gym here and there, but I'm you know. Most of, like if you're in high school or youth, you are a small part time-wise of these kids' days and everything that they got going on. Okay, and uh, uh, now I think you are more impactful than anybody else right. in their entire day. Well, and and, and a point that I make to the, all the young coaches—I've said this a thousand times. I'll say this a thousand. You do. I do not want to be a kid's last coach. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. I don't want to be, the, you know, if I'm, especially if I'm a youth coach, I don't want to be their last basketball coach because if I'm their last basketball coach, it means they stopped. Right. You know, I, w I don't want to be the last coach. I want to be part of that journey along the line for them. Right. Well, now, yeah. see, I'm going to turn this back on the redirect, but I, you know what? I mean, this is the things you're going to, uh, you're, the things you're covering right now were motivating factors in creating the Ringer Act because I, look, I coached negatively many years, you know? Bobby Knight, baby. It's a Bobby yeah. Knight era. I yeah. mean, look, uh, and look, you can get results from negative reinforcement. You just can't build long-term relationships with that. You just can't. No. And so, and you cannot recruit the energy and creativity from players that way. It just being, making it miserable, you know? Right. And so, you know, when you were talking about helping them with their decisions. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please subscribe, like, jump up and down. Tell us how, how great we are with uh, Basketball Coach Unplugged, uh, wherever you listen to them, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast, Castify. There's all sorts of them. Anchor. Um, anyway, uh, we would love those. We read every one of those. Um, also, go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better. I'm challenging you right now. I, I would first of all challenge you. There's not another membership site like ours where, you know, you you can ask my members. You call, you email. I will I respond like that because this is my this is my thing. I lo I love doing this. Um, also, go over and check out our other podcast, uh, High School Hoops with Jake and I, once a week, and Teacher Side Gig. So especially for those teachers out there that are looking, you can hear other teachers that are doing similar things and uh, keeping the. <laughs> keeping the lights on in their, in their houses. So let's head back to the podcast. See, again, I, I wanted to sell reading and react, not hey, let's take something like passing. Right. Okay. I didn't want to, all my coaching life, it was, I need you to pass and share the ball to be a good teammate. Come on. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and in the reading and react, and of course you're fighting when I say that, you know, you're having right. to fight at the same time. You want a player to be aggressive, take what the defense gives, and yet you want them to share the ball. Do you hear the contradiction in my voice? I mean, what? 
Right. You hear this contradiction in this message? Right. How does a kid decide, should I run the play or should I, you know, no one's between me and the goal. Should I take it and go? I mean, when, right? right. If I turn yeah. it over, coach is going to, you know, yank me for not running the play. There's problems that I wanted to be able to say, look, I want you to pass because a couple of things. I only want you to pass if you can't beat this guy. And if you can't beat the guy, we're going to give you a chance at scoring the moment you pass. You're going to be our first option. Right. So I think that's a lot more positive and will recruit his energy than to say, just be a good teammate and right. share the ball. I know right. what share the ball means. It means you don't want me to shoot and you want Joe over here to shoot. Right. You know? Well, I didn't want to do that. Well, now, if that's not good enough, then I want to tell them, look, you are much better. I am going to show you how to get your shot without the ball. Right. So when you hit the lane, I want you – and here we go with everything else in the read and react. And do you work on showing – on how to show on the cuts? Do you teach them, you know – Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, just like you would a post player. Think about this. Don't you tell players in the post, look, show the ball your numbers. Right. right. Yeah. Hands up, out, yep. elbows yep. out, show them your numbers and you tell the passer, don't don't throw it to them if you don't see that, right? right. If you don't see their hands yep. being an eager hey, point guard college being an eager receiver, right? Right. Yeah, yep. Happy hands. Yep. Happy hands. Well, same way on your cuts. I'm not gonna throw it to someone who's not showing me their numbers. They're eager receiver, peppy hands. Right. Uh, right. uh but I, I told you a moment ago I wanted to answer, I wanted to make a point about the cutting okay okay just want you to think about this i'm going to do a whole new course on how to teach the read and react from this standpoint i want to ask you something you're you're fresh off of the tournament the ncaa tournament right right you saw all kinds of great set plays okay so all right so those things that run them right so let me draw a picture in your mind there's just been transition and they didn't score the offense didn't score now the ball's come back into the point guard, the playmaker's hands, right? Okay, now the other four players, they've got to get open, right? Right. Yep. So where do they go? They stay wide. They, huh? They go, to the, they go to the spots. They stay wide for the most part in the NCAA. Yeah. Now, yeah. okay, but if they're going to get open on the screen. Right. Okay, where are they going to go? Okay, if you're going to – if you're going to – if you're going to get open by yourself or something like, or if that ball handler is going to say take a ball screen, yeah, they're all going to spread out. Right. If he's not going to take a ball screen, they all go down towards the lane. Right. And they start setting screens or for someone to run off of a screen to come out. Yeah. You can see almost every NBA set. Yeah, all that six like screen screen. Yeah. They go there first so they can break out to get open. Right. If they're yep. going to come off of screens. Yep. If you're not going to do the ball screen thing. Right. Okay. Yep. The high ball screen thing. High ball screen thing, you're exactly right. They're all going to go out on the perimeter. Right. If not, if you're going to get a down screen, if you're going to come off of a double, everybody starts going to the lane. So one of the reasons that you always cut after you pass in the read and react is I need to get you in the lane so that you can get open. Right. For the next action, okay? right? Right. You'd be if we were calling a step play, you'd probably be going down there anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay? So you cut down there. Now you can either get open on your own. That's called filling out for us, right? right. Yep. 
or you could screen for a perimeter player, or you could use a screen if someone's in the lane, a post player or another cutter, or you could set them a screen and then, you know, work to get open off of it. Or you, you do, you know, if there's a post and another cutter, there's a double staggered for you to get open. I, I, what I'm saying is, uh, see, I could teach the entire reader react, every layer, every right. action, from a standpoint of you're in the lane, you got to get open. When you're in the lane. When you're in the lane and you don't have the ball, you now got to get open. Don't you want to get open? Don't you want the ball to go one-on-one? Right. One? And then how okay. long do you let them stay in the lane? That depends on them. Okay. <laughs> There's a, that depends. I'm not I mean, because my guys tend to stay too long. Like, we have a three-second rule. Well, now, okay. So, now we're talking about purpose of your cut. Now, that's why I want to talk about if you're trying to get open to get the ball again on the perimeter, you're not going to spend time wandering around down in the lane. Right. They'll throw the ball to somebody else. Right. Get your feet wet and then get out of there with purpose to an open spot with eager receiver hands. And, you know, is it off of the screen or are you going to go screen to get yourself open? You know, and I mean, it just, it will tell you what your next action should be. Right, right. Use it. Okay, perfect. All right, I got, no, I got tons more. All right, so now I'm going to do my, I'm, we're going to end with my rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question. You get one answer. Oh, I'm horrible at this. Okay, <laughs> okay you get one answer. Um, all right, ready? Yep. One word to describe your ideal play. Oh, God. I am horrible at this. <laughs> Teachable. Ooh, I like that. All right. What's your favorite basketball? What I mean by is like Spalding, you know, rock. See, I've forgotten what they call this. The soft touch with the high ridges. Who, who makes that? Oh, that's not Wilson, is it? No, it's not the, is it the rock? I want to say that. Yeah. Okay. The rock. The kids like the rock a lot. All right. If you could go to one sporting event in the entire world, what would it be? It's got to be the NCAA finals. Okay. okay. I've been. Yeah. My second has got to be, say, maybe – Every other, every other basketball final, NBA, WNBA, Maybe. women's, and and if it's outside of basketball, uh, the UFC. Oh, really? Okay. I'm a, I'm a right, that's cool. All right. What's your favorite pregame meal? Very little. Oh, that's good. Brendan said uh, free. That was pretty funny. That was the funniest. That was the funniest one we've had. I'm better on a. I'm better on a almost an empty stomach. I tell the players. I said you're, and there's been studies on this. You're better on. You're better to be a little hungry than to be full when you play. I, um, I need as much blood supply going to my brain. <laughs> I don't need it down there digesting. All right. Yeah. One thing you do to relax. Wow. See, I'm gonna. I was gonna say. Um, uh. Some form of a workout, okay. it, it helps yeah. me to relax. Okay. Best player you've seen in person? Best player I've seen in person. Oh, uh, remember I told you I went to uh, – uh, we got Mike Bibby for yep. my first DVD. Yep. We went out to video him, and I got to see LeBron James' first NBA game, Sacramento Kings. No. Yep. <laughs> I think that was his – I know that was his first year. I thought that was his first game, but I'm not sure. But, wow. yeah, I got to see him. I'm there on the court. I haven't seen him in person. All right, best player of all time. And I can only say one. Mm-hmm. 
that was a lot harder for Coach Sir than it was for you because he saw a lot of really good players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to cheat on this. I'm going to go ahead and say it's 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 Michael Jordan. Yeah, that, Michael's winning by about 95%. You feel yeah, good about that, Michael. Yeah. Time, but I, I, had to th- I had to throw out some people. I mean, yeah. I, I got, you got to talk about people like Pete Maravich or, or, or Rick Barry or – My high school coach said Bob Cousy. Right, right. Um, well, what's, yeah. well, Rick Barry, you know, you think about Rick Barry. 30, 30, the only guy to lead the NCAA, ABA, and NBA in scoring. I know. And most of the – not the ABA, but the others was without a three-point line. So you're talking about 36, 37 points a game. I know. It's crazy. And, they, and I don't even know if the players know that the NBA logo is him, right? Is it him? It's him. I think it's him. Is it him or Jerry West? I don't know. Oh, it might be Jerry West. It Is it Jerry, Jerry West? West? It, it yeah. was one of the two. I knew it was one of the two. Hey, um, but let me say uh, one more. Back when you said uh, best player uh, that I've seen, yeah. but look, I got to play with – I got to be on the floor. I mean, within touching distance and playing with him in a camp, Dave Bing. No. You remember Dave Bing? I do. I do. Yeah. I was telling Brendan, I saw, I saw when I was at, well, we were talking about how it used to be with five star and blue chip, those two camps, um, that when I went to, um, when I went to blue chip, I got to see Akeem Olajuwon play Mike, Larry Bird one-on-one. Oh my gosh. I know if it was nowadays, we'd all had our phones out and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what's, uh, what's one thing that helped you become a better coach? One thing that helped you become a better – one thing that's made you a better coach or helped you become a better coach? My time in – no, I can't say that. Uh, it's, it, it has to be – it has to be that I have – I've been following Christ, for Jesus Christ, for a long time, since 1979. Okay. And the, the idea of a servant, servant leadership – a servant leader being the best type of leader has kind of kept my head on straight. Yep. That kind of thing. It's giving you uh, a guide. Has, yep. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, best game you've seen in person. It can be any level. Um, we've had anywhere from a high school game to an NBA final. The, one, the best one that I saw in person was 1977. 76, 77, I think, 75, 76. And it was Western Kentucky University, uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers against Middle Tennessee State University for the OVC. Uh, I, I don't know if it was for their championship now. It was at, I'm pretty sure it was at Western. Okay. And it was just a, you know, I was close to the floor and the thing is. It, it was just one of those things. It was just one of those great games, yeah. Okay, um, one word that describes your coaching style. Passionate. Okay. Um, top bench player of all time. I feel like I'm pulling – I really feel like I'm pulling teeth, coach. I'm sorry. You are pulling teeth. I told you, I am the world's worst <laughs> at the best bench player of all th- – Oh, hey, uh, how about the, uh, uh, the kid from uh, – Villanova? Villanova, yeah. What's no. his name? It's yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, well, best coach points? of all time. 30 points in the finals? I Come know. on. Crazy. 
Hey, but there's a prime example, especially for the young coaches out there. They dug up his tweets from when he was 13 or 14. He's been taking heat for that. Can you believe that? Get out of town. No, yeah. You go on USA Today. There's a big article about it today. Um, yeah. There's some, you know, he was 13. He's making some bad decisions, saying some things he shouldn't say. And, oh, yeah, they're digging it up. <laughs> it's out there forever. All right, best coach of all time. Don Meyer. He'd be on my list. Um, one book you would recommend. Don See how Meyer's hard that would be for me. Yeah, I know. And, and the only reason I say him over John Wooden is I knew more about him. That's yeah. all. Go ahead. What? Yeah. Um, one book you'd recommend. Uh, for anything. For <laughs> it can be any book. I mean, that you would recommend someone read. It's been everything. We've had everything. Okay. Well, I've already more for a coach. More for a coach. More for a coach. Um, what was the one that what was the one that Brendan gave? He was like um some sort of leadership one. I don't really remember. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a very good one. But the one that I've that's and gosh, I can't even remember the name of it. It's over here. It's by John Wooden, Little Blue Jacket. I keep coming back to it and reading it over and over again. Oh, I know what the one you're talking about. I'll find it. I'll find I'll find I'll find it and put it in the show notes. Yeah. I'll find it. Um then what was my last one? Oh, one thing you would tell a young coach in parting as we kind of end here. As we kind of end. Um, teach. Uh, let, let that be the tagline, uh, you know, uh, under your name. Uh, yep. Let that be what the kids say about you when it's all said and done, that, uh, that this was one of the best, if not the best teacher that I've been under and that will cover that's a big umbrella notice I didn't say teacher of the game right uh, because basketball is life in four quarters and the the chances to impact and teach life lessons and how to respond and just about everything that you're you're gonna come across later in life don't miss that opportunity to teach basketball is just kind of a tool it is okay so let's on a parting note i want to talk about better basketball and where people can find it and the all access now i'm getting this is this is just this is like pgc for me i am a disciple i love better basketball i love read and react so i'm not there's no financial aspect to this but i'm going to give coach some time to talk about what's available and what i've been able to do over you know the last probably five ten years for me go ahead coach well, um, you finally given me a, a question that I can answer without. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're pulling my fingernails out. <laughs> I'm the world's worst at. Uh, in fact, you know, I, I think I sent you an email. I said, "Look, just don't start asking me about the draft and about this and about right because I don't keep up with it. In fact, when I watch games, I I wind up watching the the. What offenses, defenses, movement, spacing, kind of thing, and I, I, I don't. Yeah. I know I people ask why I don't watch as much. I don't watch as much NCAA because the only way I can watch it is if I'm just kind of doing something else. Because otherwise, I'm looking right. and I'm jotting stuff down. It's like the enjoyment is like I can't do that. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, right. go t- go tell the people oh, about okay. all access and all that. That that that's oh, a yeah. great deal for people. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, so we at BetterBasketball.com. If you go to betterbasketball.com, um, you'll 
you'll see uh, the homepage is pretty easy to follow. You're going to see things like the vault. That's just where we hold all, all the videos I've done in the last 16 years. And um, you're going to see all access. There's a chance for you to kind of explore around. But let me give you the, the bottom line here. I got about 1,500 videos. I think it's, uh, I, I don't know how many hours that is. I've forgotten now. Uh, but uh, like I say, I've been doing this now since 2001. So you said, uh, you say, and the thing you sent me, it said 1,500 videos totaling 140 hours of instruction of coaches and players. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. it is. It's not just now. Yes, the reading react has become the the locomotive, the the engine that that pulls the train. Right. Okay. I've got uh, quite a bit of stuff there on player development. There's a lot that I'm going to go back and redo and attack and that kind of thing. But um, you were talking about all access. Right. Uh, a few years ago, um, you know, we noticed. Uh, you know, when, when you get a certain amount of videos on there, uh, a new coach comes on, let's say they buy the read and react, okay? Well, I'm also wanting him to, him or her to watch the practice videos, you know? Right. And the one-day practice and then, uh, you know, developing the read and react player. That's a player development one, you know? And, and I'd also like them to watch this and that. And, and it's like, gee whiz, i got to make this easy and financially easy. Right, right. Yep. And so we came up with an all access pass, which is two forty nine a year. Right. And uh, for that, you get to watch everything that's in there. And I don't think people take this in consideration and anything new that comes out. Right. It, it's just automatically in the library. You'll, right. you'll get notified that something new's coming. You know, I just put 64, 64 three player drills in there. Okay. In the vault, uh, which just, is the best way to teach the game for anybody that's listening. Yeah. It should, the, the, right. Until they're like ten, they should all be playing three on three. But go ahead, yeah. And I'll I'll be adding another fifty drills uh, here, hopefully by June or something like that. So pretty soon there's going to be about 114 new, brand new drills, drills. in there. But if you're an all access member, you're just going to get an email saying, "Hey, here's what's new in here. Make sure you don't overlook it." Right. And, uh, uh, what, it's Netflix. You're giving them Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. And you know, it's if you buy, if you were to buy two uh, courses, say the Reader Act and something, you've already spent more. Right. Than you would have spent in all access. Yeah. 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 So it's a better deal. Well, yeah. I, I really two things, Coach. First of all, I thank you so much. I hope to hope to do this again at some point. And you have won the record for the longest. This is going to have to be two podcasts. You, you have won the record. I think you and I could have talked forever. Well, um, we could. I, I enjoyed this. I, I, you're, I did. You're really good at this, and I'm not, as you can tell. Oh, you're think, awesome at this. Are you kidding? Those, uh, you're great. Um, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and it's truthful. Read and React has been awesome for our program and helped in our success. And, um, you know, you've really made a difference in the, in the game. So we really appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thanks. If I can help coaches, that's all. I'm, that's uh, – that's, you know, everyone defines what success is, right? Right, yeah. I'm only successful if you are, so. All right, thanks, Coach. Hey, everybody, hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us get the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join, 14-day free trial, and then 
stop the car, subscribe, like, Apple five-star review. That would be good. All right, maybe. Have a good day. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.